0: Life's so full on, I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking
1: brand. On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it.
0: The Sandful Show, thanks to Host Blast with Damon Adams and Andrew Hayes. Hazy, we love to catch up with a pass player each and every week. And this man's resume reads just about as good as any. He is a two-time premiership winner. He's a captain. He's a Jewel McGarry medalist. Zane Kirkwood from, of course, Sturt Footy Club and the Port Adelaide Footy Club as well. Zane, how are you, mate? Good, guys. Good day. Zane, when you read back through your resume, do do you almost have to check yourself with just what a story career you had in the sandfall?
1: Um yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a weird one. Doesn't sit great with me. I'm, I'm happy with the two two premierships. That's uh, I'm happy to, to talk about them. But <laughs> everything else, the state stuff as well, it, it was good. But yeah, if we wanted to talk about the premierships. That's all good.
2: <laughs> oh, I know how modest you are, Zane. It's never about you, but. Guess what? This is about you because you did have (laughs) such a remarkable career. Well, take us through, mate, I suppose, the move from Port Adelaide to Sturt because it was the end of 2013 and uh, you, along with yourself and Corey Beard and and Matty Rose, you were guys who were going into, I suppose, the prime of your career and you had some big decisions to make. Um, First of all, how hard was that and why Sturt?
1: Yeah, that was was really tough. Um, Not only just, I guess, the footy side of it, but personally as well, like yeah, there was a lot of friendships and stuff that I'd created from being at port for seven or eight years, and um, yeah, that was all in in a sense coming to a bit of a close, not playing with blokes, sort of thing like Tamo and um, Rosie and, and that. So, yeah, it was it was a really tough, tough decision and tough, uh, I guess, a period of time. And um, yeah, going to, to Sturt, I was um, yeah, welcomed there really well and, and was thankful for that, but I, I did struggle probably the first six months being at Sturt and um, Beardy was huge. And a few of the other boys that were already at Sturt that I knew, um, I guess got around me a bit and not that I was acting up or anything, but yeah, they just made me feel really welcome and, and really enjoyed it. And I guess Beardy going across to Sturt really helped me go on, going there. And another fellow called Jed Durden, um, who I'm really good mates with from Port, went to Sturt as well. So that kind of got me there and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that I, I did because I've, I've made some, some great memories and great mates from
2: there. Can, can you give us an insight? Like how, how different are clubs? Because people probably think that all clubs are the same, but is, is there different atmospheres? Is there different vibes between different sample clubs?
1: Well, I went from going to training and I was sitting next to plumbers and whatever at port and then I was just sitting next to doctors and lawyers. <laughs> and start, so that was pretty different. Um, that was the first thing I noticed. But um, not, other than that, they they are very similar. They're both very proud clubs and proud of their of their history and um of what they've done and and, and what they're gonna do going forward. So in a sense that was very similar, but yeah, there's obviously different dynamics with different clubs. But yeah, it was um it was a good club to go to and yeah, I'm I'm very happy that
0: I did. Of course the dual premiership success came a couple of years into your time at Sturt. When do you start to get the feeling, Zane? And it's not just necessarily wins getting chalked up from week to week, but when do you start getting the feeling that you've got a special squad that will lead to the ultimate success?
1: Um, I think it started early in the year. Um, we've got a, we had a pretty good core group of of uh, young fellas or guys that that did all their um, juniors and came through together, and, and they were still together, and they were a really tight group. And they welcomed people in, and and you just felt really tight with them, and and that was something that we really prided ourselves on. Um, was being a real tight united kind of group sort of thing um it was probably it was round two i think we played centrals and we got off to a pretty bad start and one of the young boys kind of stepped up and and set set us up and and got us going and i think it kind of started rolling from there we noticed um i guess a bit of a change there and embraced the i guess the team kind of game rather than just one person getting us across the line and Kind of just grew from there, and yeah, it was was a pretty special, I guess, um, couple of years that we had together.
0: Well, twenty sixteen especially must have been very special. You captain of the club for the first time. You won the McGarry Medal, and you took out that first premiership. What are your standout memories from that time?
1: Um, I, I think for me, like I, I was talking with Marty uh, Matner about it, and reflecting back, I, I was really. Um, Things I look back at is, is just not just the premiership, but how we got there and, and the things that we went through to get to first to get to the finals. And then we had a few things go wrong in the finals and just getting through them um, like in-house sort of thing. And then getting to the grand final a team that we hadn't beaten all year and um, playing the Eagles and, and being able to put things in place to, to be able to get over the top of them, which we did. And so it's things like that that I really, um, really look back and enjoy, but obviously... The, the premiership and then the West End Brewery was, was pretty good on the Tuesday after. So that was something I definitely enjoyed. But no, it was, yeah, it was a, a really, really cool year of how we just worked through different challenges and, and got to, to where we did.
2: Did you time you run a little bit better the second time you went to the West End Brewery zone? Because uh, what, <laughs> what, what happens a lot is uh, the first timers go in there and they're probably just um, a little bit worse for wear from the previous couple of days. <laughs> did you save yourself a little bit second time around for the Tuesday?
1: Yeah, definitely. We uh, yeah, had definitely ran the race early in the first year, so had to, uh, learn it better the second year. But um, yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, it's a good time, that's for sure.
2: Can you give us an insight into Marty Matner as uh, I suppose a person and a coach?
1: Yeah, I've I've got a, a lot of respect for for Marty, and I think we're probably very similar uh, people in, of, of um, how we go about footy, and, and I guess in life as well. And, and we we really connected um, and clicked straight away. Um, and it was it was good the i guess the the conversation and stuff we shared during the sixteen seventeen and, and even eighteen years um, of of i guess the team and, and how it all works and um yeah he 's just a really smart uh, got a really good football brain really smart with that but he's uh, he 's a good person as well which is which is good and um, yeah he 's a great leader and um yeah hes he 's a good man
0: been about a year since you stepped away from the game, Zane. Um, how, how how have you been in that year? And like, are you still following the Double Blues closely?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I still still follow the boys. Um, I've I've been out a handful of times, but um, it's good to to get a, get away from it and watch from a from a distance. Um, but yeah, still follow the boys and still um, do a little bit of work with a few of the boys at the club as well. Um, away from from the club, so, yeah, I enjoy that, but it has been nice to, I guess, have a bit of a break and get away, especially the the back end of last year, to not be involved in any club and can have a bit of a break, but, um, yeah, no, it was good, and, yeah, good to, good to get away, but, yeah, still watching.
2: In terms of your footy now, Zane, what are you up to?
1: Uh, playing in the Barossa League for Tanunda, so, um, yeah, that's been really good, and, again, a new a different dynamic to, to what it is at SNFL level but I've, I've really loved it and they've really welcomed myself and a few other boys that have come across this year from Sturt to, to Nunda. so yeah no it's been good
2: uh, do, do you miss the sample at all? I was just saying before that you're one of those players uh, from my experience with you who just almost loved and embraced the hard work that comes with playing in the sample so I feel like nothing was ever an issue for you, and the way that you trained was exactly the way that you, you played, putting in absolutely 100%. It, do, do you miss the, I suppose, the professionalism of it all?
1: Uh, I, I do. Um, it was funny. I, I, I For my work, I did a talk at the um, Port Magpies, um, the SNFL side, a few weeks ago, and I stayed, I was lucky enough to stay into their team meeting, and they went through their previews. I think they were playing Glenelg, and... I was thinking to myself, how good's this? Like just sitting through all that the footy chat again, and I, I have missed that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if I've, I've missed uh, the trainings and cold nights <laughs> as much yet. Um, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I, I think I do miss the you're seeing your mates three or four times a week, and um, I do enjoy that footy side of it. I'm, I'm a bit of a footy footy head, so I do enjoy that. But it has been nice to have a bit of a break from it as well.
0: Zane, what's been admirable um, about your career is that you've used your position to also advocate for mental health while speaking about your own challenges throughout your career and even pre-your career. Do you think football, both the for and the AFL at large, are doing enough to help players, help staff, help administrators with mental health issues?
1: Um, I I think it's it's definitely getting better. Um, I think there's, there's been times where there probably hasn't been the support there, but um, that's definitely something that's uh, getting better and um, and clubs are, are being more open to have these conversations with players and having supports in place um, with, with players. So I think it's definitely trending in the right direction. There's, there's obviously uh, work to go, but it's, it's definitely definitely trending in the right direction, which is really cool that people are feeling comfortable and um, can talk about what's going on for them and I guess not be ashamed or embarrassed by it and talk about it as if it's any normal injury, which, which I like to think it is.
2: In terms of that space as well, what are you up to these days?
1: Yeah, so I work for Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation, which is based here in in Adelaide. So I work within the community um, space, so engaging like, sports clubs and people that want to do fundraisers for for Breakthrough and and getting them involved and, and connected to to the foundation. Um, and then yeah, do a bit of um, mental health first aid training. So I'll go around to places and, and train people up in that. So. That's cool to, to be involved in that. And um, yeah, again, the conversations that are coming from that are, are growing and it's becoming more, I guess, talked about, which is, which is really cool.
2: And I'm, I'm going to use the word as well. I mean, how, how much breakthrough have you had? Because I, I, I think of back in 2013 when I was playing with you versus now and it wasn't a conversation that we could have had back in 2013 versus now. It's a much easier, uh, more open conversation that young men can have.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's it, it's growing, and we have a, a community round, um, which teams throughout South Australia and the, the sample take part in. They wear purple and blue armbands for the round, and again, that's just a bit of a conversation starter, and um, I guess getting that that um, that out there sort of thing. And something that I really took from it was uh, Glenelg's Michael Virgin put up a video from through the club, and he spoke about his his challenges and and stuff, and. His story was really powerful, and, and I think that's that's really uh, important that something, like you said, probably 10 years ago would never have happened where now people are feeling comfortable to talk about it and just to try and help the next person sort of thing that might be struggling. So I think it's really cool, and it's growing. It's growing each year. So I think the more more we have these conversations, um, the better it will be.
0: It's admirable, mate, and you're a fantastic role model. Um, humble as well, but before you go, your career, it was pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. the, the two premierships were pretty good ah. you know, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> hey
2: Kirk what, what I will ask you is like, where, where are your McGarry medals I, I, I dare say you'd be the type of operator who, who probably wouldn't be able to tell us you wouldn't even know
1: uh, mum and dad have got them so I don't know they're, I think they're locked away somewhere so, yeah I haven't, I haven't seen them in a while so hopefully they've still got them I don't, I don't
2: know <laughs> very good and also mate it needs to be noted just your running capacity what sort of nick are you in at the moment are we talking 6 minute 2k <laughs>
1: uh definitely not i've, uh, I've actually got I've actually got two two cracked ribs, so I'm not moving too well at the moment so um now i yeah, I do like my running i i I did a marathon at the end of last year um I had to do something I was getting bored, sitting at home with no footy so i I nipped out for a marathon, and that was good fun, and yeah, I've got another one in mind so but at the moment not moving.
0: Well, he lived through some great Sturt success, but do not be confused. The individual accolades are just as good. (laughs) Jewel Premiership captain, Jewel McGarry medalist, Zane Kirkwood, uh, former Sturt great. Thanks so much for joining us, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. This is The Sandville Show. Thanks to Host Plus.